Hello there, it's Gabrielle O'Hare again doing another episode of the Thrive After 40 podcast and today is uh, one of the follow-up um, sessions. So I spoke to Rachel four weeks ago and I've got her back on today just to talk about what's changed for her since we spoke. Um, so I'm really going to not do as anywhere near as much talking myself today because I'm far more interested in hearing from Rachel and what's been going on for her. So, hi Rachel, thank you for coming on. Oh, hi Gabrielle, nice to see you again. <laughs> so let's just have like a little recap before we start, if that's all right. So I just want to take your mind back to when we sort of had our first call and just let me know, you know, where where you were with things, you know, what was it that prompted you to put your hand up for this and to sort of come on and do the first one? Okay, so um, the, yeah, over the like past three three ish years, I had been suffering with like perimenopausal symptoms, um, things like anxiety, you know, mood swings, and mm. um, feeling tired all the time, um, not finding a lot of joy in the everyday things anymore. Um, so I had been on like a bit of a journey myself just to try yeah. and find things that might improve improve this so things like I changed my job um, I started uh, joined a running group I'd like really cut back on my alcohol um, but I knew the thing that was holding me back was the nutrition side of things right um, just relying too much on processed foods um, and I'd started to notice a pattern that the foods I was eating was actually making me feel a lot worse and aggravating these symptoms right but even though I knew that I had that knowledge I didn't know how to then try and try and change it. I knew that I needed to start eating healthier, but as we all are at this age, I just felt too overwhelmed by it, mm. and I just didn't know where to start. And I think I felt in my head that everything had to be perfect, and I had to have this perfect right. diet and you know really extravagant meals, and I just didn't feel capable of doing that. So mm. instead of doing that, I just thought, "Sod it, right? right. I'm just I'm just going to take the easy route, which is to just like rely on the on the processed foods." Um, so I reached out to you because I just needed you to tell me what to do, right. when to do it and how to do it. So that's why I got in touch with yourself. Right. That's a b brilliant little introduction. And I think, you know, and I think that's so typical, isn't it? There can be, we can feel the pressure to do things, but some things you can just have like a mental block or it feels too hard or I don't know that you just don't quite feel, like you feel like whatever changes you make, they're just going to make a whole um, load of extra work for you and I think that's generally a, a feeling isn't it if you go from maybe relying on more processed food to you know healthier diet which means making more yourself really so just let's just have a chat then about the changes that you've made um since we spoke so just let oh. just yeah, of course. And how you so, found um, them. Yeah, you set out a plan for me, which wasn't, I wasn't having to make massive changes. It was tweaking what I was doing already. Yeah. And it was just like I, the penny just dropped with mm -hmm. me and it just all like fell into place and, and just felt like really almost quite easy. So um, change the, one of the big things was obviously being prepared because um, after I spoke to you, I realised I was only really buying enough stuff like for a day, so I was obviously right. going to run out. Wasn't I? <laughs> so uh, as soon as I'd finished that first call with you, I went straight out and I just like bulk bought things. Well, it's right. probably just what normal people would buy in a normal shop. <laughs> <That's me. the laughs> like I had a trolley and everything. <laughs> I never had a trolley. <laughs> so um, I just made sure I got um, enough for my breakfast first because that was where I'd, I'd already started to make like a little change with that, but. I was I didn't have enough um food in to they keep kept me going. Out. <laughs> so 
I switched up to the protein yogurt that you you told me about, but not mm. like a fl- uh, one with flavors or anything. It's just uh, the old day natural yeah. twenty six grams of protein yogurt. So I made sure I got loads of those. Uh, the frozen getting the frozen berries is just massive game changer. Mm. Yeah, it's, <laughs> so yeah. and they're really nice as well, yeah. aren't they? With they work the, really like, well. Them up. So made sure the freezer stocked up with those and I got my nuts. So I thought, right, that's my breakfast done, isn't it? I'm yeah, not going to try and be fancy and change it every day. I, I know I like this. Mm. So for as long as I like this, I'm just going to keep going with it. And that's what I've done, just changing the berries and changing like the nuts or the seeds or whatever. But I just have that every morning right. and I really like it. So I do that now. Um, the prep for the evening meal and then the carry on over that is for the lunch the next day, yeah. isn't it? So... I've got into a really good rhythm with that now. So I've usually got like the slow cooker going mm. and the soup maker going at the same time. So I do like all my chopping up, get everything ready. Um, but the the big thing that helped me that, that you told me that I hadn't thought about was changing that ratio with the protein. Yeah. Um, so where I would make a soup before, but then I would have like lots of bread with it, yeah, you know, to try and fill up. up and then still be hungry after. Now I'm just making sure I'm getting loads of protein in. So right. like the lentils, the beans, chickpeas, and just trying different variations of things. Cause I think I would always just stick with kidney beans <laughs> for some reason. Yeah, just... So now I've got like pinto beans, cannelloni beans, but you know, just trying yeah, different yeah. ones. Uh, and just trying to get loads of flavours into it as well. So it's not boring. You enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I really enjoy it. I like look forward to my lunch. And uh, for me, having that like a warm lunch, like mm. a hot lunch, I don't know. It's just so much more satisfying. I, mm. I feel like I've had a really good meal. Um, and then uh, like then I'll have something similar for, for, for when I get home from work. Um, and I've, I've just noticed a massive difference. I've just not got those cravings. You know, right. I think you'd said like my blood sugar must have been going up, up and down. down. Yeah. It's just so steady. Like I can come in from work now and I'm not stuck. You know, I can sit and have a chat and have a, have a cup of tea and I'm not like, oh my God, give me some food. I need Almost some food. desperate, yeah. Because you yeah, can feel really like, desperate, can't you, when you get in and like you just can't hold out any longer. Totally. And you can't fight that, can you, when that no. craving comes on you and you just need to eat it. Mm. It's just like, I just feel really good that I've not, I'm not battling with that anymore. Yeah. And even when I see things like in the office now, like loads of chocolates and, you know, stuff for Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like I'm going, I'm, I'm depriving myself. I li- honestly don't want it. Right. And it, it's because I feel satisfied in my food, in my food. So right. it's amazing. <laughs> Brilliant. So, I mean, that's really, you know, that's really good to hear, you know, that it's not felt too arduous because I think that's really key, isn't it? You know, just for anyone listening to this, knowing that it doesn't have to be, really hard work is really is really important isn't it because we've all got far more on than we want to have on and the idea of actually doing something that means more work I think that can be one of the reasons why it's so off-putting mm-hmm. definitely 100% it was just that getting started I think and <laughs> and you just giving me those little tips and tricks if you're not like having to do something that's going to take you hours of work it's just a little bit of prep isn't it yeah. a little bit of yeah. like planning in advance and you just reap the benefits, don't you? Because you've got that that nice food ready for you. And it's just the knock-on effect it has with everything. I mean, I know you hear it, don't you? You are what you eat and everything. And yeah. you do know it. But until yeah. you actually start doing it yourself. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not, it like, it was within like two days, I felt better. Right. It's not something that you have to, you know, work and work at like you'd probably do with exercise, which, yeah, we'll go into that maybe later. Um, but with the feeding, you can start to feed, feel benefits 
almost immediately, can't you? And I, and I think that's one of the things that for me is so important here. You know, well, there's a couple of things actually. One is the fact that you feel better so quickly because I think you really need that motivation quick to come in fast as well yeah. to make you keep going and making that bit of extra effort. But just to pick up on one of the other things that you said a couple of times while you've been talking over the last couple of minutes is how you really feel like you're enjoying your food. And Mm -hmm. that's so important because I know when we spoke the first time around, you sort of said, you know, that sort of lack of joy and you have to sort Mm -hmm. of get joy and enjoy your food. I think if you start to feel like you're eating some bland, boring diet, health food or whatever, I just don't think you can tolerate that at this stage of your life. You know, it it becomes too important. So the fact that you've been able to experiment and try a few things, but really put a lot of effort into making the flavors, making, you know, making things flavorful. And obviously mm-hmm. putting a bit of variety in it, but not for the sake of just having to make things really more complicated than they need to be. Finding yeah. a little formula of foods that work for you that you're just happy to have pretty much on repeat, really. You know, it's ticking yeah. all the boxes, isn't it? So you want to keep going. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm glad you said about feeling better in two days, because again, I think that's really key to this is knowing how fast the changes happen. So this is the exciting bit I'm dying to know about. So Let's talk about how you've been and what changes you have noticed. Well, like I said, initially, um, it was just that feeling of, of just being calmer and just being on like one level and not being like, right. you know, feeling okay yeah. one minute and then like down the next minute. It's just feeling that uneven keel and just like the clarity in my thinking. Right. Whereas previously, everything was just overwhelming me, right. like completely. I just felt so much calmer and... Like I noticed the other day when I was putting up the Christmas decorations, like over the last few years, it, it's just really stressed me out. And right. I've just felt, oh, you know, it's not good enough. It's not right. I'll like, take it down, put it back up again. This isn't right. This isn't right. And then this weekend, I was just like, it's just Christmas decorations. You know, <laughs> I'm just going to put them up, you know, try my best. It might not look amazing like some of these ones you see on Instagram, but it, it doesn't, it really doesn't matter, does it? Right. Um, and I've just started to like think about what is actually important in life and what I want right. to do going forward. Right. Um, and it, yeah, I'd say that's the main thing really wow. is, is changing my mood is just brilliant. Um, I've lost some weight, which the weight loss wasn't really you know, one of the primary concerns for me, yeah. but it's still nice, isn't it? Of course it is, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I've lost like six pounds. Wow, which so that's in, doesn't that's seem in four weeks, yeah, isn't but, it? Yeah, exactly. And it's the weight of a Yorkshire Terrier, apparently, because I Google that, because I'm like, what is six pounds? And like, when you think of it like that, it's quite a lot, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I think and it's come well, off where I want it to. It's like come off from my stomach and right. from my face, because I did carry a lot of weight, like, on, like on my chin right. <laughs> um, and on my, on my stomach so my clothes are fitting better so that makes you feel better doesn't it oh, just it does, you yeah know. but you've um, not felt like you've been on a diet have you no gosh not at all because I'm eat, probably eating more right like, calorie wise you know and um, I don't scrimp on the portion size mm-hmm. at all and um, my my skin is so much better like right. I've been able to go out and not have like foundation on which is just <laughs> unheard of for me because I do have like rosacea which flares up like on on my cheeks there um and I'm really self-conscious about that I mean I don't like wearing makeup but I've had to like wear that yeah yeah no it's not it's horrible and it it just comes in like waves and sometimes it's really bad um so that's that's been brilliant that you know I've seen an improvement in that uh my sleep 
100% better. Wow. Uh, I'm not waking. And if I do wake up in the night, I can just go back to sleep, which right. I could never, ever do that now. And wow. so that's so you're not got that stress-wired feeling that suddenly kicks in as soon no. as you wake up. Yeah, I've not got that anymore at all, which, that you know, that's gone. Um, just so many benefits, really. Just so many benefits. I've started decorating. <laughs> You know, I've got more energy. Right. I'm just decorating a room that's for me. I mean, other people can oh, use wow. it if they want to, but um, I thought, you know, I'm making a nice room for me. I've chosen all the furniture for myself. I've done the colours that I want. And um, like previously, I'd be thinking, oh, you know, the others in the house might not like that or it's not there. But I'm like, no, it's for me. I'm decorating it. If people want to come in, they can, but it's going to be my little oasis that I can go that's in. That's lovely. And relaxing. <laughs> That's so fantastic. <laughs> Could you imagine when we first talked that this would even be one of the, a conversation we would even have been and having? How is that even a thing? It, it's just, just changes everything, doesn't it, yeah. when you're feeling better? And I think one of the things that you, you always promote is like being kind to yourself, isn't it? Yeah. And I've always been really hard on myself. Right. Um, not great with my confidence and everything. But I, I'm not feeling like that now. I'm think, feeling I'm being kind to myself. And if I want to go for a walk, if I want to do something, I, I shouldn't feel guilty about it, should I? It's funny, isn't it, how that, where that even comes from? But I just think it's so common. Mm. I think I'm, I'm sure part of it is being a parent, a partner. I think, you know, even in work, women can just feel like they really are responsible for everyone's well-being around them. Yeah. You just, and you really care about doing things and doing things properly and right. But that can start mm. to almost overtake you can't it where you just suddenly yeah. feel like everything has to be about other people and you you sort of feel guilty all the time if mm. you're not doing things you know if you're doing anything for yourself or you're not 100% focused on other people but mm. so, so and I think it sounds to me like just that little mindset change I mean I say little it's obviously has a big impact but it's quite a small change isn't it in that yeah. sense has just allowed you to just take a, an enormous amount of pressure off yourself yeah totally I'm not I'm never doing that to myself again just you know just feeling that I'm not good enough or mm. you know we're all trying our best at the end of the day aren't we and, yeah and it's hard this stage of life isn't it? it is yeah. hard yeah um but I can see now that I wasn't helping myself you know it, it with especially with like my food choices and things um but now I feel like I'm giving myself what I need and I can see like where I need to go next, like in terms of exercise and things. But I'm glad that you didn't say to me like to do exercise as well, because I think just focusing on this, yes, you know, has has been great. Like whatever else has happened in the day, I need to have those three meals, those three nutritious meals. It's just like non-negotiable to me now. It's right. not even, you know. Um. So next, now I'm looking forward to like the future. I'm thinking, I do want to incorporate exercise now and just see where I can go with it next. I think you do. I think, you know, I think you're right. I think when your life is so busy and you're in that real, that that state of overwhelm where everything is just too much for you. I think the mm. idea of then just being able to just focus on one thing is the way to go, isn't it? I think that's really important. Yeah. And it, it's, you're not the first person who's almost got to that little mantra of having that sort of three nutritious meals a day. And then you think when you, when you have a bad day, you know, and I don't mean a food bad day, I mean just a general mm. bad day or you're tired or a busy day or whatever it is, you can just pair it back to that just one simple thing is all I have to do today is have me like three nutritious meals, that's all. And you can yeah. just sort of take it back to almost like the bare minimum or the essentials of what you really need to, to thrive. Because not every day are you going to be full of beans. 
no. um, and on, on your A game. But I think you get off that roller coaster of then eating the wrong things to compensate for feeling a bit crappy or a bit below par. And then I think you can yeah. ride that roller coaster a little bit better, can't you, when you're well fed? A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And I think, I don't know if it's called mindful eating, like I've read, I've read about it in the past and I've not really known what it is, but I feel like that's what I'm doing now. So if I, if, if like there is something around like crisps or, you know, something, some processed food, I just automatically think now you would feel rubbish if you ate that. So it takes away that craving, doesn't it? Because it does. you, you don't want to. And if I've had like, I'd say I've only a handful of times I've had something that's like, I would class as processed. Um, but like, for example, when we do the part run, we always go to Starbucks after. And I always have the fruit toast there and I really, really like it. <laughs> like I can take a leaf chocolate yeah. really, but you know, I am like some kind of carbs I do like. And I thought, well, shall I not have it? And I thought, you know what? I'm, I'm going to have it and I'm going to enjoy it and I'm not going to feel bad about it. I've just done a run. I really yeah. want to eat this. I'm having a nice time with my family. I want to eat it. So I ate it and didn't feel any guilt about it. And then I just had some protein, like for my lunch, I made sure I had lots of protein. And that was that. And I think that's the way going forward, isn't it? To still have <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because you don't, you know, you don't have to, have, I mean, you said earlier on about putting that pressure on yourself to be for perfection. Mm. And it's just mm. really tough. And I think, you know, whilst you can feel amazing by eating great food, which you've said, and then three meals a day mm. and feeling great, there's still room to enjoy, you know, that fruit toast or, you know, what, whatever it is on occasion mm. when it feels like the right thing to do. And you drop the guilt yeah. and just, then it's just a non-event, isn't it? You've had a nice time. You've had a run. You sat there with your, with your friends or your family. You've had that. You're not yeah. putting pressure on yourself. And then the next meal, you just go back to where you were before. Yeah. And nothing changes. You're not guilty. You don't binge. You're not putting on weight. You're not suddenly creating this imaginary scenario in your Definitely. mind. It's going to undo everything. You've just gone away from that, haven't you? And then... Yeah. That... It's a totally different way of approaching things, isn't it? You're not restricting yeah. yourself calories-wise at all, are you? are making sure... I've realised that I need to make sure that it's like a filling meal that I feel satisfied yeah. with. And I just don't snack at all now, like yeah. at all. It's But it's not that I'm thinking, oh, I should have that, but I'm not going to do. It's just I don't even like think about it now. It's and, brilliant. <laughs> and, that, and I think that's one of the things that is so powerful about this is once you get rid of that little mental battle with yourself, that, mm. that's why you can do things like decorate a room, you know, or mm. find more time to do more running because because I know you've done a few more done yeah. a few more runs from from our emails, have, yeah. Because you're not in you're not locked in this ridiculous battle with yourself about what you should should I shouldn't I will I feel bad after or oh now I have to make up for that or I've blown it today you have you can have oh, these yeah. med- you can get into this thing where your mind just absolutely blows up and it's horrible and then yeah. suddenly when that idea of having to use willpower or talking yourself in or out of eating things that that's just suddenly gone and you just might think oh I could no I'm not bothered and it's forgotten yeah that yeah totally relate to huge that. amount of yeah. space in your brain it's brilliant yeah it is to just let that go and mm. and that's what I'm trying to do with the alcohol as well now um I went on my work stew on Friday and I didn't drink I didn't I, yeah. I, <laughs> which is I don't think I've ever been on a work stew and not drank ever um but before I went I knew I was I knew I was going to be okay and I wasn't going to drink because yeah, I put like hands in place for that <clears throat> but I wanted to go and enjoy it I thought if I go and I, and I sit there and I'm like, oh, this yeah, is feeling. Like, you know. But I, I said to myself, I, I'm going to try and really enjoy it because then I know I can do social events and I don't need yeah. to have a drink. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and I did. I absolutely loved it. Mm-hmm. I danced all night and I didn't feel self-conscious and it, it was brilliant. So, 
yeah I think that's the same as with the food isn't it like you're saying if, yes. if, if in your mindset it's I'm going to be miserable and everyone else is drinking and having fun and I'm not but if you go with that idea of I'm going to enjoy this night I can leave when I want to I'm going to be fresh in the morning and yeah it really worked <laughs> yeah and I think again you sort of just you're detaching the idea of having fun from having to drink at the same time aren't you you know that because that's mm-hmm. something that's culturally is such a big thing you know that was oh, you know brainwashing is a bit of a strong word but it's not far short of that you know it's just yeah. that's just how we've all grown up and advertising and, and just socially that you just sort of put fun and alcohol just go together and the worry is you take away the alcohol and you're not going to have a good time but yeah absolutely can so it doesn't actually need to be a barrier to you going out again I think what you mm-hmm. do end up being addicted to in a way is feeling great the next morning and that's yes. that's a, that's such a motivator because it's like to use a food pun you have your cake and eat it you've had a great night out you've danced you've seen all your friends you probably enjoyed getting dressed up and all the rest of it and then you wake up and yeah. you feel great so you do and I spent two pounds all night <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's the other thing the money the money that I've saved yeah. you know yeah. just on these wooden meal deals and stuff um I've just saved so much money right. and on the shop as well like the you know just yeah so mm. I'm using that money <laughs> for other things well yeah, to yeah. treat myself and and again that's you know that's that's you know what 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 I'm hearing from you now is just benefit after benefit after benefit. You know, on how you feel, on on having more confidence in yourself. You know, more money. I mean, mm. you know, it's just like it's you, you're sort of right a big long list of of things that really start to say this isn't this this type of way of thinking about your diet because it, it does go back to diet first and foremost mm. is a really amazing way of just making your whole life better. You know, yeah. because suddenly you're fueling yourself, aren't you? you? You're creating a really healthy mindset around food. And mm-hmm. because it's something that's done about making yourself feel great rather than being on a diet and having to not eat and be hungry and go without things that you want, you know, that's like a really negative place to be. But this yeah. this, this whole approach just completely flips it on its head. And because you feel a lot more energetic, because you're sort of not having this mental battle with food, you can think better you're able to then, you know, something that you, you're clearly saying to me is that you're starting to focus on yourself and almost get to know what you want, what makes you happy, yeah. making decisions yeah. around what's best for you. And I think once you start to realise that you can do that so easily, you think, all right, well, where else can I do it? And it starts like there's a little snowball effect, isn't it? Of like, well, yeah, yeah. actually, I don't want to drink because I want to go get up the next morning and do something and have a nice day. And you start to make all these little decisions about you and what you want. And it's got nothing to do with what someone thinks you should be doing to fit in or people pleasing. That's all gone out the window. You're doing things that are all about you and what you want and what she yeah. makes you feel like, you know, your best person, really. Yeah, 100 percent. Yeah, that's definitely definitely what you've got to do. You've got to flip that whole mindset round it's not about dieting is it it's not about calories it's about fueling your body and and just feeling feeling good about yourself isn't it yeah Um, yeah. and just giving you that helping hand through like perimenopause and stuff you 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 know I can see now where I've been I just wish I'd done this like years ago now but then I thought you can't regret things can you but I just think like I wish I'd done this like 10 years ago but you know 
but at least I'm doing it now. <laughs> you do it, you're doing it now, and that you know that's still great. And like you say, I mean, I you know you can you can easily think like that. I think like that quite a lot of the time for for stuff. But there's a reason maybe why it's now, and you probably just come at it with a completely different perspective, or maybe with a different type of passion, and and maybe even knowing. I think if you'd have done it, I'm not trying to talk you out of that that thought yeah. necessarily because I respect if mm. you have it, but you know, in a way, you've now got a way of comparing how rough you felt and how bad you felt with how brilliant you feel and if you'd have missed out the rough years you wouldn't have known you wouldn't have known how powerful that is you wouldn't have had that comparison in the same way and I think because you've felt you know you have had a really tough time over the past three years Mm -hmm. you know and you know when you gave that that list of the way sort of the perimenopause was affecting you you know and you know not enjoying your job and losing you know all your motivation and just not feeling just generally happy with life that's really horrible to endure that then when you're in this situation now where you suddenly feel how different it is and you have so much control over that that's like night and day isn't it and you've you're attaching that comparison between feeling great and feeling awful to literally Mm -hmm. three nutritious meals a day and all you have to do is do that and you have that feel amazing yeah it's as simple as that isn't it, it? and, and I just think I couldn't see the wood for the trees kind of thing I knew where I needed to get but I didn't know how, how to get there and thanks so much to you for like your support with it I, I, you know and just guiding me and just giving me that encouragement and that motivation to do it has been amazing well you know you're really welcome and I think you know you've you've made a few big brave choices over the past few years anyway I mean leaving your job because it's just not working for you and it's the stress is too much is is so brave I mean you know that's a huge thing so you've just made a decision just to look for the things that are going to make you feel different and you've been prepared to do some pretty make some pretty decent big decisions you know Changing your job, giving up mm-hmm. alcohol, or cutting right back on alcohol—they're really big things to do. Um, so you know, you again, it's you've got to come back and congratulate yourself for looking for these things and being open to to trying different stuff for yourself. And now you're sort of reaping the, the benefits. So, so well done to you Definitely. too. Do you feel oh, like? Thank you. Do you feel like it's the pieces of the jigsaw puzzle are all there now and all fitting together Definitely. nicely? And I think you did say that to me on the initial call before we did the podcast. You said to me, "Oh, hopefully this can bring it all together." And hundred percent, hundred percent has. And yeah. I feel really passionate about it now. Like when I'm in the office, I'm like telling people about it and. I want other. I can see the struggles that other people are going through with my friends and different mm-hmm. things, and I feel like really passionate about you know that I want them to do this what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So and, that, and I'm sure you know, and I think this is interesting actually, just to end on that because quite a lot of the, quite a lot of the time, you know, you feel like you can't look after yourself because you have to be focused on other people. But then when mm-hmm. you get yourself in a great place, you're actually in a. You've got more to give other people, haven't you? definitely you know yeah. can't pour from an empty cup they say don't no. they? <laughs> we all say it you know put your own life mask on first and it's such an easy thing to to say it's not always an easy thing to do but by you just prioritizing yourself for, for what's a rel- relatively short time you've got enough for you and you've got enough for everyone now because you've just got a lot more energy you've got a lot more clarity you've got rid of the negative things that sort of sap your strength mm-hmm. your focus and all the rest of it and you've got you you become a bigger resource don't you so you know and you are going to inspire people around you I'm sure you're going to be able to be more you know if you can come home from work and have a cup of tea and a chat with the people that you know in your house 
that's a lovely thing, isn't it? Rather than it's coming in handy. Just those little things, isn't it? Yeah, those little moments of joy, yeah, in, in the everyday. Yeah. yeah. So I would definitely encourage anybody who's thinking about it to come onto your podcast because honestly, it's life changing, isn't it? So yeah. It's, yeah, and it's definitely. It, thank you. And it's, it's hard, what's hard, I think, is just seeing the wood for your trees yourself. There's, there's yeah. one thing I want to just ask, and I hope you don't mind this, mm-hmm. um, because I think when we spoke originally, very briefly, I know you said you're definitely perimenopausal, but are you on HRT? I, I was, I was, and then I came off it. So right. I, I was on it for, for a few months, but then I, I didn't find it was having any impact on my symptoms because right. they were mainly kind of like, I wasn't having a lot of physical symptoms, right. it was more the psychological symptoms. So right. I came off it. Right. So I gave it a good shot. I gave yeah. it about six months. But for me, this has this has been 100 times more beneficial for right. me personally. And I just wanted to, I mean, I, I, I did have a memory of us having a bit, bit, bit of a chat on that. And I, I didn't remember that you'd been on it, actually, to be honest. But I think I remember you saying that you, you weren't on it. And I only wanted to say that. And I'm not anti-HRT in any way, shape mm. or form, because I think everyone's situation is very different. Um, but it's just, I think it's just nice to acknowledge that here, because I think it does give people, there's lots of people who might not want to take HRT. There's plenty of people who can't uh, for health reasons. Mm. But it's good to know that either, you know, in addition with HRT, that actually, again, it's simple life change, mm-hmm. you know, simple changes can make such a big impact on how you feel, can't it? And I think it's important that people know that that's an option and that should be looked at as part of the solution as well. Definitely. I mean, I think you think it might be a magic pill because everyone on t- TV seems to be taking it and talking about how wonderful they feel. But I think it has to be in conjunction with those lifestyle changes, doesn't it? Otherwise, it's not just going to cure everything, is it? So no, I, don't, I, I personally wanted to do it naturally. That's why I was looking yeah. into all these other things. But yeah, and I, you know, I don't, and I appreciate your honesty on that because I think it is a personal decision. But it's just knowing that you know, when we're going through all these hormonal changes and, you know, the fallout from those, that actually we, ha- we do still have some power or some agency over things that we can do to make us feel better. Um, again, a lot of people have, like you did, you have HRT and it might give you some respite from some things, but it doesn't necessarily sort everything out. So, and it's just an interesting situation, isn't it? When you're talking about this is this is an experience that you've had, which is, you know, which is massive without having to, had H- put HRT in in terms of like a um, if it was like a research pro- program as before or after with or without it's clean isn't it it's just how you were before you know there's no no, no medication involved in that it's literally just very simple lifetime changes that have made you feel so much better on so, so many different levels and you've got a, lo- a new room out of it at the end of it <laughs> <laughs> in progress yeah nearly there with it yeah what, my dad ran this morning helping me with this morning with it but um yeah yeah it's looking good so and what, and what are you gonna do in your in your little room what's the plan for maybe that maybe like a bit of bit of reading I've right. got some plants in there um got like a new chair in there um yeah just just chilling out I think that's yeah just, that's just hiding from people when I've had enough that's so great I love that I love that it's just somewhere that's going to be nice and comfy that's just like a little quiet spot that you can just shut the door just and close off and it's and it's gonna it's pink and navy because I've always liked those colors together yeah. Um I've got some like motivational little prints for in there but a little book and what's the book called now it's something like you are you are good enough or right. some, some title like that you're you're doing fine or something like that and on every page there's just like little inspirational quotes so I look at one right. now every morning nothing that's <laughs> that's just so fantastic that's just brilliant oh I love that and you've got a daughter haven't you 
I have, yeah. So, and I think she's seen the changes. Of, sorry, I'm not like keep waffling on. No, um, no, no, I'm dead. Because I've yeah. always like been quite down on myself and like my pee, everything. I think she's always picked up on that. Mm. But now because I'm like speaking positively yeah. and about myself, she started to do that as well. And right. I'm like, gosh, she, you know, she's obviously, when I've been having a down, like, oh, look at this, it doesn't fit me. Or oh, I look rubbish in this. And and then when I was going out on Friday, she was like, oh, mummy, you look absolutely beautiful. You know, she was just so, and it was just really nice. I thought she's obviously um, seeing the changes in oh. me and that's having that massive positive effect on her as well. Yeah, so. yeah. And, I, and that, and, you know, and I think that's, you can't understate that, can you? And it's hard when no. you're in a, in a bad place yourself. But our kids are so mm-hmm. perceptive, aren't they? They really just pick up on everything. You know, and you doing these exactly. things and having a little room for yourself and respecting your own space and needing places mm-hmm. to just go and make yourself feel good and all the other things that you're doing to make yourself feel better. She's just going to see all of that and that's going to give her tools that she's going to have. And that is she- like the number one reason I wanted to do it really for for her. And and she's even started now with the food as well. She's like, ooh, like, you know, about the protein and stuff. And um, like, because it's, it's all in a healthy way and it's not restricting calories. Yeah. It's not, she yeah. sees me eating a, in a lot of healthy food and she's like, oh, I, I want to do that. And she's like, having the frozen berries now. And, you know, it's just having, and she can see that I'm not eating like the sugary type things anymore. And I just think that it's just educating her as well about, you know, about how food fuels you yes. and makes without any reference to weight or anything like that because obviously you don't want to you know no. they don't need to think about things like that um and I think that's had a positive benefit on her as well undoubtedly you know and that that's huge I think you know we well, I think when we know that we've grown up with that dieting culture all our lives mm. I think I can remember when I was a tiny girl my mum and my next door neighbor going to like getting slimmer of the week awards I think I was 13 when I went on my first diet you know you've just sort of grown up with that thing all your life and if if we can have it we can have daughters and sons who just don't even have to think like that for the whole of their lives then that's an incredible thing isn't it because it's a horrible thing and if you're focusing on how great you feel from the inside out and how you can make yourself feel better by doing things for yourself that's that's just incredible that's just far more powerful isn't it 100% and I hadn't told you this before but like my job that I do for the NHS my actual main role is feeding therapists I didn't want to tell you that because I thought you might think hypocrite (laughs) Um, so so I work with children who for one reason or another um, the diets are very, very restrictive, um, you know, right. very bland, very beige, you know, so it's my kind of job to yeah. educate them about things like that and get them, you know, hopefully eating fruits and vegetables. And so that is, so that's helped me in that respect as well. So at least I'm not a hypocrite now. <laughs> do you know, and I, I, I think that's just such a lovely thing for you to end on. And I think that, you know, do you know what I think it comes down to when you're in a profession where you're caring about other people and you're responsible for it, when you're not cared for yourself, that's just tough and mm-hmm. because it takes so much out of you when you're responsible and I think that's sometimes one of the reasons why when your your whole being is about you know on a professional and a, and a home level is looking after other people when your needs aren't being met that's where you don't look after yourself properly and the food is a comfort but not being cared for I think you mm-hmm. know and, and in caring professions that's such a big you know, I think that's such a big feature. So that probably doesn't surprise me at all that you were struggling so much because so much of your energy and was going outside of you. Definitely. You know, yeah, and, you, and, there has, and there's a, and there's a 
to compensate, you need to be looked after. And the only way you could probably be look, you know, the only way you could probably think of to look after yourself without realizing it sort of subconsciously was by buying sort of junk stroke comfort food that gives you that little bit of a, a sugar rush or a hit or it feels like a treat. You know, you've got to find some sort of reward for what you're doing. And it, food can have a really strong role on that. But now you've mm-hmm. been able to sort of look and see what really mean what looking after yourself really means. Definitely. And now there's probably more balance in your life with, you know, what you're giving and then you just sort of looking after yourself so that balance is there again. You know, you've actually restored yeah. that balance and that's when it's great. <laughs> oh, thank you, Gabrielle. Brilliant. <laughs> oh, listen, uh, f- thank you so much for, for coming on. Thank you, you know, and congratulations to you as well because you were the person who put your hand up. Um, and so, you you know, you deserve to feel as great as you, as you do with all the work that you've put in over the past few years. And uh, thanks so much for being so candid and, and sharing everything. Oh, you're you very, know, very so welcome. And, and thank you. Thank you. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. So, so welcome. Uh-huh. I've just really enjoyed catching up with you. Um, oh, amazing. And as Rachel said, if anyone does fancy coming on, you know, I'm always looking for, for places. I'll, I've got four a month, every month, for as long as people are interested in coming on and doing this. And, you know, how it works is that you would come. We would do a, we would do record two podcasts like, you know, between four and five weeks apart, depending on your availability. Um, and then we do have a catch up on a weekly basis by email, um, which Rachel and I have done since the first podcast, just to, for that little bit of accountability. Uh, so that's how that would work if anyone's interested. So all you have to do is drop me a line at hello at gabrielleohair.com and then we can just arrange a chat and, uh, and get something in the diary, hopefully. So Rachel, thank you so much. Have a wonderful Christmas. <laughs> Yeah, you too, Gabrielle. Thank you. And, and stay in touch and keep me posted with how you're getting on. Oh, will do. <laughs> Thank you so much. All right. See you soon. Thank you. See you soon.